You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. Are you all right over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I was waiting for you to roll. Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everything's good now. All right. Because like when I was starting the recording, like the that the tune was real low than normally that plays while I'm waiting. Yeah, and, all I could hear was like some rustling. Like, I don't know, maybe you're messing with your mic. Yeah, I was taking my mic out and putting it back, plugged it back in, and I was re-putting my headset back on see if it sounded louder. Well, I guess yeah. that makes sense, then. But welcome to We The Villains Podcast, everybody. <laughs> there, there's us getting with the classic intro. <laughs> I feel like I can actually hear your voice very well. So I'm actually going to turn my volume down in my headset just in case there's any uh, echoing or anything. There you go. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. Sorry that we couldn't be with you guys yesterday on our normal Thursday, uh, but we both had some things going on, so we had to make it a special Friday. Bear with us because there's a lot going on in the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen, because we got a lot of rumors in the rumor mill. Have some pretty good shows happen, um, and yeah, I mean, so I guess we'll we'll get into it the best we can, and bear with us because we're we are high as fuck. So we'll, we'll see where the conversation goes. When when I, I want everybody to understand when I say I'm fried mm-hmm. right now, son, I am fried. <laughs> Yeah, man, this uh, this dosy doe and fucking granddaddy perps got me a little rattling right now. So, I I hope I I'm sounding enthusiastic on this podcast because I'm I'm actually very happy to be here and doing the podcast. Uh, but I think the I think the the weed has got me just a little a little more calm today. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. I got I got no idea what I'm gonna talk about today. This is gonna be completely winged. Um, I feel like this would have been the the best day that we'd ever have if we could ever have Matt Riddle on the show with us. Could we just bro for about 15 seconds or more? I, I doubt it. But uh, it, he would understand exactly where we're at right now, and I'm pretty sure we'd just ramble on. I wonder if we'd even talk about wrestling. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with it. Matt Riddle, if you're listening, or if this comes across, <clears throat> hey, our fans that are listening out there, followers, hey, tweet Matt Riddle. We want to get him on the show. That'd be a great, that'd just be a great episode. That's our wish for the Make a Spliff Foundation. Make a Spliff. And we can if title it great- Matt Stoner Kids. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you grant our Spliff, uh, that that would be pretty cool, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> no. that, that dude made me laugh um when he was live tweeting NXT the other night. And he's dude he's obviously like he is so fried out it was funny. Like I don't I don't even know if he could see. And <laughs> he's like, bro, I'm gonna be live tweeting NXT tonight, bro. 
you know, and et cetera, et cetera. He goes out through the whole thing. The whole time there's this cat behind him. <laughs> and then like at, at the very end, he's like, and this is my cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he is such a stoner. It's great. Because uh... <laughs> that's what his dude right there. He's seen the cat the whole time when he's making this fucking video, and then it just dawned on him at the end. He, he said shit about the cat. Oh, <laughs> and this, this is my cat. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> that was great timing on the bong rip. You hit it right at around 420. So that, that was good. That was nice timing. Oh, the kid is good. The, the kid is good. Um, the Dub TV champ is good. Let's not let's not bring up bad memories. Come on, hey, man. Listen, I, I, I'm 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 not bragging about money in the bank because, like I said, I only got half the matches right. You snuck out with the title, okay? <laughs> you pulled the tights and went and got the three count, okay? Hey, I mean, you know, sometimes you just, you got to make sure that you keep that title. I hey, only got I, that title right now because of six and zero at Hell in a Cell. That's true. That that is true. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good uh card for you. You did pretty well that day. You know, it's it it'd probably make you feel worse, but if you would have picked Alexa instead of the no contest, oh god, we'd be tied right now. You're just gonna you're just gonna remind me that 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 Alexa Bliss has cost me the the wins. Well, no. She won that match. I just called it a no contest. So never mind. It's, sorry, Alexa Bliss didn't mean to <laughs> about about blamed her for my my bad predictions here. I'm surprised you haven't. But um yeah, if you would have done that, we'd be tied. But it's it, it might even be worse because I would have won the tiebreaker. I'd still be champion. Yeah, because cause of the fucking Usos. Did not expect that. I can't, man. I went against my own rule and picked against Charlotte. But I'm sure most people can understand why. I, I get it, but maybe Rhea Ripley fans would understand why you picked Charlotte. But the real, and the real. I'm not no. even one of those people. Nah, the real. Yeah, you're one of the real. And, and you. Did not see that? Like, come on. I thought for sure that once they let Charlotte get the win at Hell in a Cell, even though it wasn't for the title, that they would give Rhea this one. And then maybe run it one more time at SummerSlam, maybe. But, yeah, that I didn't see it going the way it did, especially with the night after. Oh, man. Can't bet against Charlotte Flair at a pay-per-view for the title. You just can't. Bro, I wrote the rule. I mean, that is a rule. That is a wrestling rule. I broke it. And I'm still champ, though. But, you know. You're still champ. I would have loved to have been 10 and 2 instead of 9-3. Just by a little bit. By SummerSlam, I can come take that title. Oh, buddy. So, wait a minute. Technically, I'm third, right? Because there was a tie between me and Swag. Yeah. So, he had the tiebreaker. 
he did call the tiebreaker match. So yeah, on a <clears throat> technically, technical. I guess you're in third, but at the end of the day, you're 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 tied for second. Yeah. Because by the time the next pay per view comes around, which what a weekend by the way, because yeah, if there's not a new champion by the end of SummerSlam, there might be by the end of Takeover. Yeah, there's a takeover we have to throw in the mix, and I would think we would have to do predictions for that. I'm sure we would want to. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna give away some uh, some spoilers, which I'm sure most people has already uh, learned already anyway. But um, so if you don't want to hear them, and I'm this is the only one I'm gonna talk about, only spoiler. Um, spoiler. Yeah, so just close your ears for about the next five seconds. Samoa Joe will be facing Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. I can't wait for that match. That's going to be a good one. Um, I think it'll be good. Uh, but moving on, because I don't really want to talk too much about spoilers. Well, yeah, it's that, but it's kind of hard to talk about Karrion Cross right now after that shit, shit debacle on Monday there. So, uh, so they had to retape. I don't know if you saw that. They had to. Retape. I heard, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they retape one of the angles, or one of the segments. Um, and I guess it was because they were chanting Jeff Hardy. Yo, Vince is a savage, yo. <laughs> yeah, I bet Triple H was pissed off when they were chanting for Hardy, though. I I would be. I mean, I'm pretty sure retape this shit. I'm pretty sure Triple H was probably upset with the booking decision, even though he probably understood it. Yeah, um, not to feed into like all the internet speculation that you know that there's like a silent few going on there because of this. I I, I am curious how he reacted to it. <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm very curious. I'm I'm pretty sure it was you know I, I'm sure he was disappointed, probably more than upset. He's probably definitely disappointed, but he probably also understands and probably understands a different side of the booking than fans ever will. Yeah. Uh, because he can see the long term behind it. Well, more importantly, he can he he knows what Vince's long term plans are. Exactly. Sure. So, and and it may you know, for all we know, Triple H could have been involved in the whole booking on Monday. Now, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense outside of the fact that so you got one thing he was undefeated before that he's still undefeated in the next yeah. um he's but what it does is it eliminates another i don't want to say a, i don't want to say a knockoff goldberg storyline because how often you get this all the time you get a, a, a monster coming up and they just go on a winning streak for a while it's a while before they're defeated yeah. So now it's a different story. At least it's not the undefeated monster, but it, Jeff oh, Hardy, I, mean, I guarantee you, is going to get hurt. Yeah, and that's what I'm telling you. He just got to make people forget about the loss in a different way, or see I the will, loss as a good thing, because yeah. he's gonna fuck Jeff Hardy up. Uh, that that's the thing that people have to understand here, and I guess you know when I technically look at it. Okay, Hardy's a world champ, former world champion. He's a legend in the business, so maybe that's why he he got the one up on him. But he had to use the ropes. He so, had to use the ropes, <laughs> and it was and it was very quick. So 
it's not like they're ready to show off Cross yet. So they're going to make them look good when they do show them off. Well, I do. I hope they change up his entrance, man. Think it was just real awkward. I, I'm not. I, I all right. So I prefer if Scarlett was with him. But well, I'm they also, said there was no smoke or anything. It was weird, man. It was. It was. It was just awkward, for lack of a better word. Um, like it's weird. <laughs> he has an awkward look on his face. Uh, throughout the entrance, you know, the parts where you're used to seeing Scarlett. It, it was just weird, man. It was. It wasn't a good presentation. Uh, hopefully, they'll get better. Hopefully. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they're going to end up changing his music, maybe. Because that I don't I don't love that music for his entrance as a solo star. Now, hopefully, if they do change his music, it'll be something at least halfway decent. Yeah, they're usually pretty ass when it comes to that. But uh, but I love how they ended it on uh, Tuesday with yeah, um, him laying regal. Yeah. yeah, Joe's gonna fuck him up. <laughs> I like how they're doing it too. It does seem they're trying to keep them apart. Yeah, and um, that's probably best for business because Joe gets a hold of them. Might not be no match at Takeover. Yeah, and I love the line that Cross had to at the end of Tuesday. When he laid it regal out in the back, and he was saying, "What what you need to ask yourself, Joe, is who provoked who?" <laughs> so, like, uh, with you know, I, I love Kerry. I love the way they're presenting Cross in NXT. It, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they they gotta they gotta see what's and you know, like. Uh, they have to see what's going on in NXT and be like, all right, so he just needs to be slightly like this just without Scarlet. If that's what you don't want. Like, if that's what you, you want him by himself, then okay, then then keep him as this badass because he can obviously, he can talk. He's not bad on the mic. Or make some vignettes for him or something, too, to help him out. I, I, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I'll wait. I'm not I'm not gonna stress about it yet. I'm not gonna trip about it like no. the IWC. Like it, it, it surprised me on Monday, obviously. You know, I I think it was summed up by when I tweeted I uh okay. <laughs> yeah, you just kinda gotta be like, all right, yeah, not what I would have done, but I'm not the one in charge, so okay. Not what and I would have done, but I guess they would have the fans would have completely shit all over it too if they would if he would have beat Jeff Hardy because Jeff Hardy was coming out with his old music. Yeah, they were probably they just backed themselves in a corner. <laughs> it was yeah <coughs> Mon- Monday was real strange. But um yeah. hopefully they can rebound from it. I I I don't think they capitalized on well, the John yeah, Cena not appearance. Nah dude they he had his good opening segment then with Riddle and then it was just straight. Everything was running down the show after that. Yeah. <clears throat> so on NXT, Raquel Gonzalez uh, faced Zaylee. Fucked her up too. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it was she was hurt there for a second. I don't know if she got the wind knocked out of her. Or yeah, what. they said they said she was okay backstage, so she must have got the wind knocked out of her or something. Yeah. 
either that or I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she's got some bruised ribs or something. Who knows? Yeah, could um, be anything. I already know spoilers a little down the line, so I won't. I won't. Like I said, I, that uh, that first thing was the only spoiler that I'm going to talk about. Well, damn. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to give away the spoilers. I don't want to be that nice guy. guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <clears throat> well, for one, too, I, I don't think. Um, I know for it's slag. I don't think he even knows the spoilers. You don't really know the spoilers. No, so, I, I just at, knew that. At, at the very least, I don't want to even spoil it for y'all. I just knew about the. I'm just surprised I haven't came across the report myself. So, yeah, it's actually is kind of surprising. Um, because I mean, granted, you know, from the Weed of Villains page, it's a very, uh, very wrestling centric timeline. So I, there, there ain't too much that I'm gonna miss while I'm on that account. Yeah, it's a. It's a crazy rumor mill going right now. It's, it's, I, uh, I like the timeline that I got though, um, because you know, with from the Weed of Villains pages, it's a big mix of AEW fans, um, some hardcore WWE guys. Um, you got a couple of them that's kind of somewhere in the middle. So it's it's kind of from all different angles. Uh, when I, you I go through the story, when you go through the Weed of Villains, uh, when I'm on that account, I couldn't believe how much fucking AEW I watched yesterday. Yeah, I like AEW, man. It's, I'm obviously a WWE guy, and I'm very loyal. Um, I really but, enjoyed Dark Elevation, uh, nice. um, and I haven't seen any of those. I just, I pretty much just watched Dynamite. Man, there's like maybe one, two backstage promos. From wrestling. wrestling, yeah. But other than that, dude, it is. They tell you who's up, who's coming up next, and then as soon as that they tell you that, here comes the entrances, and for it ain't long, man, before the matches are fucking getting going. It's uh, uh that caused somewhat of a stir too in the last couple days that when Tony Khan got on the mic after Dynamite went off the air. And um and, and all he did was he mentioned the performance center and that sent everybody into a craze because he said that we don't have a performance center we have AEW Dark and you know the uh, you know the shows like that. The Tony Khan, the best thing he needs to do is just keep working deals behind the scenes. Stop talking on the microphone, bro. I can't I remember. I want to say it's next week. I hope it's next week. I remember seeing it on Wednesday. It's either the next week or the week after. There, Tony, there's Tony Khan supposed to have a, a big announcement or something like that. Oh, wow. We'll see what he does. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be just some information about a pay-per-view. Um, I, I mean, I really don't know, but of course, you know, a lot of people were speculating with the with the, all the news slash rumors that's come out in the last few days about Punk and Brian. Like I said, when we were talking on pre-talk, man, I just think one of them is true. And, and it's crazy because even if just one of them is true, it's still a big deal for sure. 
I definitely see it being more Daniel Bryan than Punk, though. I've seen all kinds of reports, and a lot of there's a lot of sensationalism going on. Like people are just kind of running with things now, whether it's true or not. They're just trying to be the first to. And then there's a lot of people that are like that. I was very. I don't know if they're just trolling or whatever, but there was a lot of comments that I seen that were just like, if it's punk, then it's it's just not worth it because he's waited too long. And uh, I disagree. But then there's a lot of people that are saying that it's just not going to feel right if it's Punk and AEW. A lot of people just feel it's not going to be the... It's just not going to be right. Like, it's just funny. I know the pop's going to be there regardless. Uh, well, I'll, so I'm not the, the, the biggest Punk fan. I like CM Punk. I, I, enjoyed, uh, I enjoy him as a heel more so than anything. I... I you know, he had a couple good matches, but I was never like a huge fan of his in ring work. But he could, I mean, he could go. I saw, man, it's, but, it, I think his fans is what drove a lot of people to dislike him. But I can tell you right now, I trust CM Punk. If this, yeah. dude's, if this dude's coming back, he ain't coming back to, I guess, to be like kind of what he used to talk about, you know, just to relive some old glory. He's coming back to be CM Punk. Yeah, he'll and, definitely he'll definitely be worth the 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 watch and the and, tune in. And I'm interested interested to see what kind of CM Punk we're gonna get because this dude's also one that's reinvented himself a bunch through the years. Yeah. So I wonder how he's gonna do it now. But my whole thing too though, like let's let's say AEW gets both of them. Like, just say they do. Where do you put these guys? And where do your other guys go that you've been building up? You know, because these two guys are here automatically in your in your world title picture. They don't their wins and losses don't fucking matter. Their name value matters. Um. <sighs> well, uh, yeah. So the whole thing with AEW is you got to earn your title shots, and maybe Brian would be fine. Like, go in and um and have him wrestle and have some matches that everybody just would love to see. And, but uh, CM Punk don't need to go prove nothing. No. Nah. And, and that's pro- that'll probably be within, he'd be the one person that needs, he needs, you need to put the, put the jet pack on him like immediately because that's going to bring so many eyes. Brian too, but CM Punk reached a pretty, uh, uh, like a, had a cult following. Well, no pun intended. Is God, I hate even say that I'm going to say this, but (laughs) CM Punk and AEW would be watching all the WCW fans finally seeing Stone Cold type situation. Um, (laughs) like. There's gonna there's gonna be a lot of people that that have heard of CM Punk. They haven't really, or they don't really, they haven't really watched him because they started in WWE at a different time. They're gonna hear about what he's what's going on over there. I mean, Punk's definitely gonna get you viewers, and he's gonna take a lot of viewers from you too. And but I just don't. 
it's just very odd to me that WWE is still like, all right, we don't care if he does go. You know, and Daniel Bryan. They they let and that even surprises me. So well, I mean, this is their move. Like this is the same thing they did before. Um he let some of the older guys go. They went to WCW. And they built the new guys. They 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 hogged the spotlight and WWE swept up the young guys that they helped uh put a name out there. <laughs> so like in the future, would I be surprised if MJF goes to WWE? No, not no. really. No, Britt Baker, no. Um they they're gonna get a lot of people. They are. And and then there's gonna be people you don't really think is going to be the name over there and WWE might see something and snatch them up. And I can see Brian Cage getting snatched up by WWE for sure. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He's definitely a Vince guy. <laughs> but, um, nah, they, they ain't worried, but I, I can tell you right now, <clears throat> with Punk, if the rumors are all true and Punk and Brian both are AEW bound, um, this is their shot. This is AEW shot to really come at WWE. I'm not saying that they're going to surpass WWE, but if they had a shot, this is where they have to build some momentum and steam just from the viewers that you're going to get because all eyes on Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson and then CM Punk comes back. That's huge in the sports world. This dude's had UFC exposure um, this is yeah. gonna make ESPN headlines. Yeah. So like, there's it's 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 a it's a big opportunity for them and a big shot. And I don't think Tony Khan had had would have any issue paying however much money they needed or wanted. I'm sure it's if if he got CM Punk, it would take a big bag. I would be very curious to see how much. None of my um, business, but I'd be very curious to see how much he's getting paid to, if he's coming back. I'm about to be a huge hypocrite here, but as much as I hate when AEW is taking the shots at WWE, I'm probably going to love hearing CM Punk take the shots. <laughs> it's, so it, it, it feels like, in, in it, it, for no reason, like it, I feel like he's the only one that's allowed to. Yeah. Because he was like the first. He's the one that created this new craze of, sh- you know, trying to shit on WWE. Or he might shit on that. On that. Like, he might shit on the fact. Like, you never know what CM Punk you're going to get when he has the microphone in his hand. Dude, he can call this whole, the whole generation. He needs to be the biggest heel in AEW. He could call the whole group of AEW uh, wrestlers just a wannabe CM Punk's. And they are. I mean, it'd be true. Name why that's what they want to be. Like the more outs, the most outspoken, just the best in the world. But who would you want to see him wrestle over there, though? I mean, uh, obviously, Jer- I'm okay Jer- if he gonna get in his face, bro. As soon as this dude steps foot in there, because of that whole best in the world thing, they're gonna relive that. But he needs to step to Omega. Like uh, I, obviously, I'm okay if he wants to face Brian. <clears throat> I've seen it in WWE, but I would never like not want to see those two wrestle. Um, 
Daniel Bryan is going to actually get some people over. Um, like, because Daniel Bryan will make me see what I need to see out of a Kenny Omega or all these wrestlers that they have. Um, he's, a, he's a measuring stick. Yeah. Like, uh, either, kind of like what I was saying with Malachi, uh, Brian, even more so, is you're either going to rise up and, like, elevate him, or you're going to get exposed. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. Daniel Dan- Bryan, he's just that good. I guess I should start calling him Brian. I'm trying to. I can't help it. I'm so used to it. That's where I know him from. Gotta uh, go to my total diva days. Yeah, he's Brian Danielson though. So, but, like, uh, who would you, who in AEW? You said Omega. I don't like love a lot of the feuds that Punk would have. Now, I'm not. Oh, I don't have a doubt that he'd be able to get me invested in it. Are you serious, dude? He's got one feud already. I would love to see, and that would be CM Punk and Malachi Black. Well, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Because Malachi might be able to give this dude a run for his money on the mic. Because there's nobody in that company that's going to be able to hang with him on the microphone. I'll tell you what I'd like. No, no there's not in that company. No, nobody. He He's going to shit on them all. There's no one in that company. Now, in WWE, there's a few that can go with them. And, that, and that's, kind, that's kind of what I was going to get to with my point, well, Jericho. And I know... Yeah, Jericho. And I know people talk about Eddie Kingston. Punk will expose him. Eddie Kingston ain't got nothing on Punk on the microphone. I guess Punk and Moxley would be interesting. Mox could handle it. Um, Obviously, if Brian is there, he can handle it. Um, And Jericho, like you said, too. And as much as the fans wouldn't love it, I'd kind of like to see uh, Punk versus Cody. Because if 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 he is anything like Triple H, Punk gonna say it. Oh, Triple H, oh, dude, yeah. You remind me of somebody else I know. Yeah, dude, and oh, CM Punk will rip him on that. (laughs) But now in in WWE, there's a few feuds that I'd like to see too. Uh, Roman Reigns. This Roman and the Punk because of the Heyman thing would be great. Um, yeah. Punk and Rollins, Punk and Edge, Punk and Edge, um, Punk and Wyatt, yeah, Punk and Riddle. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the straight edge, man. Oh man, now that <laughs> that might be pure comedy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that would be pretty fucking good. But I, in my mind, I almost I, I want him to go to AEW though. Even though there, even though there's so much I'd like to see from him and him face in WWE, I want for him to go to AEW because I I think wrestling business needs healthy competition. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and, man. And if he can help him and Brian, if they can help raise AEW even to the next level of just of just going mainstream because there there's still a lot of people that don't even know what AEW is. Yeah, Punk and Brian will definitely be able to get them to that level. They can. 
they would it would help. Um. So yeah, dude, we'll, we'll see how it, it turns out on that. I, I at this moment, I'm still thinking only one of them is true. I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm not trying. To, I'm not really trying to get sold on what's going to happen. <laughs> Even before this, I was saying how I didn't want to talk too much about speculation until something actually happens. But, yeah. Um. Even though we just went on, went on with it for a little minute there. Well, it's fun to discuss it. It is. Yeah. It uh, is. It's fun to give into it, but it's but it's also important. <laughs> I think the IWC has a has a pro- has a problem with this of not putting your heart completely behind it and letting yourself yeah. get disappointed. It's it's okay to discuss it because <clears throat> you know it is exciting because it's been a while since wrestling's been kind of exciting in the free agent department like this. Like this is kind of mm-hmm. like a like a free agency period that's going on right now in the in wrestling in wrestling right now. And I can't wait to when we start hearing about AEW contracts expiring and those wrestlers start talking to WWE and other stuff, like I can't wait for that to start happening because it will happen eventually. Um, but it's like you said, you know, AEW is still relatively new. Some people don't even know what it is. Some people may never know what it is if they don't get those stars in there. So I get why they're, they're snatching up the big names. Um, but if you're bringing in CM Punk and a Brian Danielson, and now you got Malachi Black, it's just going to be very hard for me to believe that Hangman Page is your guy. <laughs> I'm just saying he's going to get exposed against well, guys it's, like it's, that. It's put up or shut up time at that point. I mean, Omega might expose this guy. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to have a pretty good match. They have pretty good chemistry. They've been they've worked around each other so much. Yeah, that's true. But it they'll, just, they'll make each other look good, except for not not selling finishers, probably. But you know how that goes. Well, it's going to take about fifteen one wing angels, eighteen buckshot lariats. You know, it's <laughs> going to be fucking crazy, dude. Some V triggers. It'd be insane. That damn Texas death match was pretty insane, but kind of. Yeah. Um, this dude's good... had a fucking fork. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they were definitely stabbing each other with that fork in the forehead. And, and... Um, it, the, the, the table spot with the barbed wire was ill. Like, Mox, you're a crazy son of a bitch. Like, yeah, like, Why? Who, why would you want to do that? It's like, it's like why when I would watch a Mick Foley match sometimes or a Cactus Jack match, it'd just be like, why? <laughs> it's, it's, it's for the moment. And, it, it, you know, it's I respect for being able to do all that shit. Like, I think fans take that kind of shit for granted. Oh, man. Like, yeah, you got to have balls to do that. Fucking like, I, I did see on we were talking about contracts. I did see online somewhere that um, both the Street Profits and Sami Zayn's contracts are up this year too. I saw that. I I did I saw that yesterday actually. I would I would assume the profits would definitely resign. I think they both will. 
Um, Sammy's been doing pretty good. He's probably comfortable. Just, I would know, think Ke- Kevin's there. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I hope so. I don't really want, especially Sammy, you know. Oh, dude. Someone like KO happened to jump ship one day. Uh, or there's somebody that could hang on the mic with Punk. Uh, that's somebody I like to see feud with Punk in WWE, too. Right. And I don't care who's the healer face. They're both going to nail it. Uh, it's just so uh, with those two. And Edge and Punk would be very interesting. I think. For sure. Yeah, did they ever feud? <clears throat> if they did, it was long before Punk was Punk. But yeah, it, it was way before Punk was yeah Punk to where he was a household <laughs> name, and actually, people respected this guy. <laughs> oh, there was a time there people did not give a fuck about seeing Punk. <laughs> no, I was real. I feel like it was really the Straight Edge Society. That started taking them to the next level, and then you had the whole uh, Nexus thing. Yeah, and then once that, once that pipe bomb, though, that was what set them to the next level. And then the money in the bank win. Yeah, that walking away, then returning a month later, like that shit was great. Yeah, that was good shit. I I do miss those days. I miss Punk. Yeah, he, he, he learned how to, once he created a moment, he was over. Like, he, he was just there. He was on another level. And there was nothing that WWE, WWE tried to keep him away from the title picture, but they just, the fans, then, you know, then they had their creative differences. So, I mean, I get, if, if you know, Punk's returning to the ring, I un- totally understand why he wouldn't want to go to WWE. I get it. He kind of left on a bad note in a way, but also he knows that that's a system over there. You get, you either fit in over there or you get lost in the shuffle. I'm real interested, to, you know, when and if they do come to AEW to see how, what, because they're so, they're both creative. And like, I, I would, I'm real curious to see what they build for themselves under that. When it's not WWE, you can be more. You know, you can you have more say so in your character. Obviously, they're gonna have some form of say so with everything if you're getting these guys to show up anyway. Yeah, and and eventually though, man, that's that's where AEW is gonna have their biggest flaw. Um, maybe. Shout out to AEW too, um, for bringing Chavo back. That works. Yeah, it works out for Andrade, and I love the reasoning they said they 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 changed it because of the negative reaction that Vicky, the pairing of Vicky and Andrade was getting. So you know, right there, that's that's not a WWE thing. Um, no, they listen. They listen to their fans, yeah. but that gotta be. But they're listening to the internet fans is what they're listening to. Um, more so. See, but WWE even, even with your crowd. Yeah. The crowd wasn't so, feeling the Vicky thing at all. I uh, well, I think the crowd was a lot of people when they saw Andrade 
show or heard about Andrade being a free. They, they were probably hoping Selena went with them. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think a lot of people were disappointed with that. And Vicky made sense at the time. I mean, I got it. I understood it. But Chavo uh, makes a lot better sense now. I, yeah, I, I do think it is better. Um, yeah, it'll definitely be presented better. And Chavo is a fucking heel. So, he, he, um, he, they'll nail it. This whole, that whole feud I'm interested in. I'm interested in, because Death Triangle came back. And, um, (laughs) the feud between Andrade and Pac and just Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, man, uh, that's going to lead to some great matches. It's going to be some fucking hard hitting matches, too. They're going to kill each other, more than likely. Why? I'm blistered. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm struggling to stay awake over here, it feels like, man. <laughs> Let me take a sip of tea on that thought. Uh, yeah, trying to cut back on a lot of my sugar here. Yeah, I need to do the same, but, you know, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else is, you know, that we should talk about from AEW. That I felt was noteworthy. Um, and, well, shout out to AEW, I guess, for bringing Nick Gage in. Yeah, that was a that was a big moment. Um, I'm uh, and shout out to Jr. for the commentary line of the week. I thought he was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, yo, that motherfucker is funny. <laughs> um yeah that that was a big moment. I don't know a bunch about Nick Gage. Um uh, he's just the one of the he's a mox type guy but on worse. I mean yeah, I've gathered just from the information that I've, you know, just kind of just seeing it from the timeline about him. Likes to use I, those light tube lights. Those tube yeah. lights and shit and fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> So I like how, but nah, man. So I like how Jericho. They say, "All right, that's your move." Then he's going back to the pain maker for next week for that match. He's bringing. So you want to be sadistic? I'm bringing back the most violent of my personas or whatever. I forget how he put it. So now we're about to get New Japan Jericho. He wasn't that much different. <laughs> he just he just used a steel chair. That's all. I don't think. When I think he uh oh, and I think he used to take like the spike off his jacket and Jesus. hit you with it. <clears throat> but yeah, so that yeah. that'll be good next week. It'll be crazy for sure. And AEW will let him push the limits. So. Uh, so that whole feud and MJF on commentary is uh that that's that's gold as well. Yeah, after watching Dark Elevation, I don't need to hear all ego on commentary. Was it bad? 
oh my god, this, this dude's just got an ego, yo. <laughs> like, this dude's ego is just too much. Because <laughs> you're so, not that good. <laughs> well, speaking of ego, like MJF is like the embodiment of ego. That dude is all about himself. Okay. <laughs> he, he made he made both me and Swag laugh the other night because uh, he's on commentary. They're in Texas. And he said, you know what you call you know what you call hot girls in Texas? And what? A tourist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in wrestling that just gets it too. That'd be my only thing. Like if he did go to WWE like we were talking about one day, is uh how how would he I don't know if he can calm himself down. Uh, that's gonna be one of those things, like, because by the time that happens, like when WWE's talking to him about you know a possible deal and stuff like that, this dude's gonna be a name, and he's he's already got an ego, and his ego is just gonna get bigger and bigger. So yeah, I don't I don't know if him and Vince could mesh. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Triple H uh, now, might be able to work with him. I feel like Triple H would do this guy a lot of good. Like, uh, yeah. like, like he would be able to like MJF as good as he is on the mic and everything is a little rough around the edges sometimes. Yeah, uh, Triple H would help him just round it out, and it, it's kind of hard to put in words. But oh yeah, I know, I know what you mean, man. And. uh on the flip side, there'd be some very interesting uh, promos at WWE because if I could see him and the Miz getting into it. Oh God, dude, the Miz might go off on this guy. They're gonna go off on each other. <laughs> you know, Miz Miz gonna lose his shit, son, and might cut the promo of his life, and that's saying something because that dude cut a fucking promo. Yo, the Miz is dangerous with that microphone in his hand. Dude, I know I'm fried. I can't believe we've only been on here 46 minutes. Dude, every time I look at the time, I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, it's been, like, four hours. Like, are you kidding me? Like, time has slowed down. (laughs) I was just watching that shit on Ancient Aliens about time travel. (laughs) Yo, this might be, like, an hour show today, son. (laughs) I almost feel like I could take a nap. Oh, I might dude. need to I might need to fill up Eva again just to see if I can keep rolling. <laughs> see. We got SmackDown tonight, and we got the match from the Rolling Loud Festival. Yo, they had a fucking stage fall over that shit. <laughs> Where <laughs> at Rolling Loud? Yeah, the fucking stage collapsed, bro. Oh, that sucks. Everybody okay? Yeah, everybody's fine. They said they're gonna have it fixed by tomorrow or whatever. It's about they a day. Have that shit ready for the what for them? Well, that ring gonna be set up somewhere secure. Yeah, I just thought that shit was crazy. Was like, oh shit, fucking stages collapsing. That's not good. <clears throat> Yo, that shit might get rowdy, dude. It, <laughs> it might not be able to keep people out the ring. There's gonna be some high motherfuckers out there, son. <laughs> Hopefully Bianca gets a good reception from them all. 
Oh, she's out there? Is that the match? Yeah, uh, the rematch from last week, Bianca versus Carmella. In the so there's only, only one match out there? Well, so that's all they're advertising. I think they're having two, though. Like, I, I don't remember when it was, but I think... Uh, oh, shit. Biggie versus... Maybe Sammy. I can't really remember. There was, I think Big E was in it. He'll get a good but reaction. But they, but they haven't announced that one for the show, so maybe they're only going to air the one match, and then maybe the other match would just be for the crowd there. Could be, yeah. And Big John E's going to get hyped, son. Yeah, John Cena will be face-to-face with Roman Reigns probably tonight if Roman Reigns decides he wants to be face-to-face with this guy. I, I when I say that I'm ex, uh, like so, I'm really excited for this feud. I am. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Tay on uh, Twitter I seen earlier where um, he was talking about that uh, John Cena gonna be at the event that's in Colombia. He might have to run to that shit. And that's saying something because that dude don't really watch wrestling no more like that. That's what you were saying that like uh like after the rock that was his boy, you know, back in the day. So he might have to he might have to just go out there for that shit. It was seen as that dude, son. So and and then that's kind of what we talk about on here too. When we talk about these names, the people getting these opportunities to see these guys that they yeah. grew up watching, they're taking that chance. That's why like Goldberg you, still draws. Even me, Thanks. that shit would be cool as fuck to go to that show in Columbia and uh and check Yo, out uh, John Cena. That building's going to be deafening. It's John Cena. That, that building's going to fucking be rocking, son. The Columbia life or the colonial life. Yeah. That shit going to be rocking. Yeah, I was sitting there looking at when I was watching Dark Elevation, man. They still had tickets available for the Queens, New York show in that stadium. How much did you could probably get? You said AEW? AEW, yeah. Man, you could probably get AEW tickets for you know a lot cheaper than WWE, and uh, man, I, that'd probably be worth going, dude, because that crowd's gonna be hype. And it'd be, it'd be fun people, to be a part of a crowd like that. A lot of people were thinking if that's, um, because I think that's like late in September mm-hmm. when they go there, and a lot of people are thinking that's when Daniel Bryan's non-compete is over with. I mean, yeah, dude, copy some tickets. Or at least see how much they, they are. I think they start at twenty five. See, I think. You, I mean, you'd be sitting deep, but you know, just to be a part of a crowd like that would be cool as shit. It'd be fucking nuts, man. So yeah, I thought about it because I was sitting there thinking, like, yeah, because I was sitting there looking at the live events for WWE, and I saw they were going to South Carolina. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And then I realized I was like, oh yeah, I'm up in Jersey. You're now. in fucking so Jersey now. <laughs> yeah. I have to look at like the northern events that I never would fucking have a chance to go to. I have to look at those. But dog, talking about Survivor Series being in Brooklyn though, yo, the tickets will probably be expensive. But they talk like they're. I forget who reported it, but they're talking about The Rock gonna be there. Son, that crowd gonna lose their shit, son. I forget who said it, but it was whoever said it. I want to say they said it was like a done deal that The Rock is going to be at Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah, they just don't. Nobody knows what he's doing. Is the thing. 
I so. mean, shit, if you can get you some good tickets for that one, I'm sure you'd enjoy that. That shit's right there. That's that's the dude right there, son. I lose my shit, son. You'll have to take a sign. <laughs> we the villains. <laughs> we the villains podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if they show if you see my sign, son, that'll be lit, son. <sighs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yeah, I'll be hype out this, son. Shit, you have to go live on Twitter. This is Dak Report live from Survivor Series in Brooklyn. And right in the middle of that live was when the Rocks music should hit. <laughs> so then y'all see some real shit, son. Oh, man, that, that'd be cool, though. But yeah, so. I thought about it, but I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. As long as these places ain't tripping about if you got a vaccine or not, then fuck. Yeah, right. I think that's what's a lot of people don't understand. Like, that's what's happening in a lot of WWE arenas. Some of the arenas there, it's the arenas that are wanting people to show their cards and stuff. So that's why a lot of of their tickets aren't selling. And they're way too expensive. Yeah, like, I ain't. Ain't got really the money for all that shit. Nah, dude. And there's no way I could afford a Survivor Series ticket, dude. That shit would be oh, especially yeah. Unless it was like a like a pay per view. I don't. I don't. I'd probably rather go to an AEW event right now. Yeah. Just to just to be a part of that crowd. Yeah, the crowds are amazing. And, And especially you're talking about September. There might be some people there that you might actually enjoy watching. You might get, like you said, Brian. Who knows? Punk was there. Um, yeah, at least they got Malachi for sure. Miro might get Malachi. So yeah, dude. There's. It'd probably be worth checking out if you if you get tickets for twenty twenty five bucks. Shit. I'd be. I'd have to rehearse my Judas lyrics. <laughs> so I know what to sing. <laughs> That's, and uh, goddamn, you are right, dude. Fuck that crowd for singing goddamn Jungle Boy. Goddamn, man. I watched Elevation and he was on there like twice. Because <laughs> fucking he wrestled one match and then Luchasaurus wrestled another one later. And that fucking, whoa. Oh, dude, I want to burn it. Did it get stuck in your head? Yeah, dude, for no reason, dude. <laughs> That's and hilarious. The watch in the ring. So at least we'll, at least we'll have some more material tomorrow, and I might not be as fried for when we start this. Oh yeah, this was to get in here and try to make up for yesterday. You know, our schedule's crazy, so you know we just kind of came in here bullshitted. Yeah, I mean, I could I could probably sit here and bullshit for I mean a little bit longer, but there probably ain't gonna be too much coherent thought coming out of it. No, nah, dude, I think I might just knock out another five minutes here to an hour, and then just probably call it. Yeah, man, I might be I'm, trying to get something to eat. I'm gonna need to go in there um to make either some spaghetti. Then you gonna make that shit early, so you be eating that shit all day. Man, well, I mean, you know, I you know when I make spaghetti, I like to let that shit sit for a couple hours after it's done. That's true. Before I before I even get into it, let all that pasta set, let everything kind of get settled in, stir it like every hour or so. <laughs> Let that shit sit some more. 
man. I think today I'm going to play some GTA Online. I've been playing solo sessions lately and just riding around, fucking up shit. I saw your tweet about that the other day, and it it it, it, it kind of irritated me because I was like, "Damn it! I wish I didn't uninstall GTA because that sounds like a good time." Yeah, I had I had weekend playing in my earbuds, and I was just chilling, man, just riding around. Dude, I was like robbing convenience stores in that game and making like. Two grand, dude. Each store, like it was a lot of money I was making. I felt, hmm. um, and I uh, found like two people just riding around, and they had fucking keys uh, to fucking the damn island that you're doing the heist. Huh. And then another guard or something that I found. Another, yeah, they call him a guard or whatever, but he's just laying there, like, drunk, and he's, like, asleep, and you search their pockets. And I got $15,000, dude, off that motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could hop into Red Dead online, check it out for a little bit. Yeah, I'd have to let go of my hunting game to install Red Dead. Don't know if I'm ready for that. I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I hop into Westworld. When I go into GTA. Yo, Westworld is fucking great show. That is a great show. So, so yes, yeah, so I'll either do Red Dead Online or I might play some 2K. Uh, oh, yeah, 2K22 coming out soon. Yeah, I know. So, I almost, I don't know if I should just wait. At this point, you might as well, dude. I'm ready for WWE, man. I need a new wrestling game to play. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. Especially with wrestling getting kind of interesting and good again. And fucking, and we do the podcast, so it's like, ah, kind of want to make my player and just do my thing. I hope that uh, WWE 2K22, when it comes out... It's good I this hope, year. <laughs> I hope it's... Uh... Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's bomb. I mean, I'll, uh, a year off, I would assume they fixed a lot of shit. I would assume. We're speaking of all the, the crazy rumors and stuff that's going on now. That was one of the things I saw earlier that apparently on two K twenty two they were told to not have Daniel Bryan on the game. Well, uh, yeah, he has no merch. Not yes, they they about to erase this motherfucker, son. So uh, that that's uh that'll be just well, some, I'm sure they'll have a community creation. Uh, I mean, Someone is what it is. Is what it is. I mean, I don't play as Daniel Bryan like that. He's not an active wrestler. Well, he's about to be probably. <laughs> See, in our you universe know, over here, you know, Swag gonna have everybody in the world on his shit. So. Swag. Oh, we got we got quite a few people. Swag goes in that community creation sign. He be getting all his New Japan people, Ring of Honor. He be getting all his people. Some of them people are badass, like the the Jeff Cobb that we have. <laughs> that dude's uh, that dude's pretty badass. Dude's he was undisputed champion. He was the shit in Lucha Underground, so. 
Anton Zaquito. Yes, sir. That was my dude. And they filmed it right, man. It made them look like he was fucking seven foot tall the way they filmed the show. I have a joke that I want to make, but it's probably not appropriate for the airwaves, so I'm not going to. <laughs> Jeez, man. Whenever yeah, Swag can... whenever Swag listens to this, you'll probably know what joke I'm talking about. You gotta be careful with dark humor nowadays, man. Yeah. Can't get us canceled before we even get going. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck. I saw a tw- I saw it on a tweet anyway. So the tweet said, and it, and that shit has stuck with me and made me laugh. That it said that, and I think you've seen it before too. That um, Puerto Ricans are just tall Mexicans. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that joke's funny. That is. It's just it's just like the the one where they said Australians are just British Texans. Yo. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that's some real shit, though. Maybe doing some funny shit. I do feel like watching some wrestling, man. I wish, uh... Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I won't really watch anything until later tonight, since I'll be watching SmackDown. And I thought about hitting you up and asking you, like, what the hell? What is the Ring of Honor on? Is it on Fight TV, or is it on ringofhonor.com, or... It's on Fight TV. It's on Fight TV. Yeah, it's like with Honor Pass. I was going to watch some Ring of Honor since I was checking out AEW's Elevation and and shit. Looks like they got all the way back to like 2015 of their pay-per-views. A couple of the the matches that went by looked pretty good. Um, I can believe that. uh, I mean, even the latest pay-per-view, if you were to watch that, it was pretty good. It was just good of them to have a crowd again. But it wasn't like a full stadium crowd. No, that's the that's the indie arenas. And it was socially dist- it was socially distanced. Oh, I'm gonna say the Ring of Honor is that you know that's the indie crowd right there. They got some dope wrestlers though, especially you know Jay Lethal, fucking some good motherfuckers. Oh yeah, because I gotta check out Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, dude's pretty badass. I mean, it's kind of a shame that he's only five foot four. That's how tall he is. Yeah, he's real short, but he's man, dude's built, and he's just man, he's like a pit bull, dude. He's a he's a nasty technician. Damn, <clears throat> five four. Yeah, Vince is never signing him. He's where he needs to be. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he's he's in 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 that division, that pure division. I really yeah. like I really like that division because uh it they only give you three rope breaks. Wow. And then per you know, three rope breaks per competitor. That's an interesting concept. And um they've it's it's usually a, a technical match and that Gresham was perfect for that. Yeah, he's like what? He's on a roll now in that division, isn't he? He's like running it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's like they were talking about the pay-per-views. Won his last 10 matches with 10 different holds. Now that's nasty. And the one he used at uh, Best in the World was pretty nasty. Yeah, that's the one I have to watch. 
it was like a I don't even know what to call it, dude. It was <laughs> it's like he used his legs to put him in an ankle lock or something. But the way it's it was just the way he got it was I don't even know how the fuck he did it. That dude's a technical machine, son. It is good. But okay. I think we've made our hour mark. And I'm uh I still yeah. can't decide if I want to make spaghetti or if I just want to eat a couple of hot dogs. Uh well the bong will definitely tell you. The bong's <laughs> telling me I need to lay the fuck down. Yeah, dude, that's what the weed's telling me, man. I might take me a little nap. Maybe, maybe not. Don't know yet. First things first, I gotta take a piss. That's for sure. My usual. But uh yeah, thank you everybody Ooh. for joining us on We the Villain Podcast. Curves having a moment over there. Oh fried. <laughs> yeah. But we thank you all for listening on this special Friday episode. We'll be back tomorrow with a more jam-packed episode, maybe some high fives and potentially something. Check out SmackDown tonight. We'll have a review of that. And, yeah, thank you for joining us. You already know who I am. It's your host, Dak. You know the bong rip in the back is Gerv. Sweetie Villains Podcast. Fees up. Fees out.